everyone. Welcome to High Octane Real Estate with Pam Orzan. Today's episode, who's going to watch that home sweet home while you're away? I'm talking with Mark Jakowiak with Zelta Home Watch, and he's going to tell us about some of his most shocking things that he's seen while watching people's homes. I'm sure there's some crazy shit in there, right? That's, I can't even believe to tell you what you're going to expect. So yesterday he was telling me and uh, Janine that there are some photos of some really disturbing things and maybe a little blood. And we don't know where the blood came from. We know where they came from. Oh, we do. Oh, that's going to be a good story. This is going to be a good episode. All right. I'm ready. Go. I want to hear this one. So how I actually got introduced to this industry is a friend of mine received a phone call from a friend that said that they had an incident and they were looking for someone they trusted. And she said, what do you mean? What's going on? So these folks have a property on in Ocean Ridge right off the water and they're part-time residents. They live in London, but they also have a property in Spain and in Ocean Ridge. Unfortunately, COVID hit and they weren't able to get back into the country. Oh. So they had their neighbor going in, looking over their house and they were paying her a weekly fee to go take a look at, make sure the property's okay. Uh, they didn't realize that she actually had her son move into their property. Oh, a little squatter, huh? A little squatter. And how they found this out was they were finally able to get into the country, into the U.S. And as you can imagine, it's a long flight from London. It's an eight-hour mm-hmm. you know, flight and it's a long day. And then so they finally arrived in Fort Lauderdale, went to dinner downtown Delray, and then they went home. So when they got to the property, their bedroom has the remote control. And, of course, they weren't here for a while, so the battery was dead. So they couldn't turn the lights on. So they just said, okay, let's just jump into bed and go to bed. Pass out. Pass out. When they woke up in the morning, they found that they were laying in bodily fluids and blood. <gasps> no. All over their sheets. Oh, my God. And throughout the entire house, there was blood all over the house. Oh, my God. Kitchen, the bathrooms, and they had left their clothes. There was clothes left over in the house. So they, they snuck out of there quick. And no one saw, and the craziest part is people lived there, and they never seen anybody come in or out of there. Oh, my God. So they were coming in the middle of the night, apparently, and they were not losing any lights. Because the neighbors would have seen it. Correct. So this was a very strategic situation. And, the, and again, I've, I've told you there's pictures that I have that once you see them, you cannot unsee them. <laughs> I love stuff like that. You're going to have to show me and Janine that after we're uh, done uh, here. Yes, absolutely. And that's where basically where I came into play. For, and that's how Zelta Home Watch came <laughs> Someone to Someone you can trust to actually come in and not leave your home all bloody. Uh, leave it all bloody and make sure that there's no one living in there while you're gone. Exactly, and, exactly. So wait, I, we got to go back to, do we know what the blood was from? We can only use our assumption because we don't, that, we never even seen these people. Oh my God. So... The pillowcases and the sheets are just full of blood. So it's in blood, bodily fluids, and they smell. So we can't get a picture of that, but it's we don't. What know do you blood think? Came. Were they torturing animals or something? Oh my God! What I can't even imagine in my head what that could be besides murder. That's and again, I, I think I told you the other day. It's exactly the pictures look exactly like a crime scene situation. Oh, you gotta love There's this. That much blood. That's involved in this. And it's, and again, I cannot unseen that picture. Oh my God. Unbelievable. So clearly then they had to have some like 
major cleanup come in and oh it wasn't even major cleanup they removed everything they got rid of everything yeah they just even got rid of all they away. got rid of the mattresses and everything they, oh my god and they did a deep clean in the entire property this might be one of the best stories i've ever heard because i've seen a lot of houses in 23 years and i have never encountered that and when you see it it's a different it's a different animal you just it's hard to believe that people would actually do that to someone and, and do it to someone's home do it to your own home. Oh, my God. Oh, now crazy shit's going through my head. Now, what's saved the property owner is they were paying this lady to watch the property. So now the sheriff's department came up and they were, when there's money exchanged, there's no squatter. Oh, no. Once a squatter goes in. She's responsible. Correct. So, so what happened to her? Do we know? She, she was, they sued her. He, he sued her and he got half his money back. And of course, she went away. Of course. I, who knows where she's at today? Oh boy! Yeah, it was. Pretty- there was some sort of like something. Was, uh, there was definitely there had to have been some form of crime or something. Crime or there was some S and M stuff oh, or some stuff that was right. going on because there's no way you can. I know that your monthly menstrual right can't be that much. Right, there's, so much, <laughs> there's only so much blood and that I, comes out. Right, and, and be on a pillowcase. I, I just can't yeah, no, it. it's yeah. like blood everywhere. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, and there's drop droppings throughout the house. Oh my god. Yeah, it's. I don't know if they were torturing each other and they were just because there was a woman and a man because there's women's shoes and there's men's shoes. Oh wow. And, and they left their toiletries in the drawers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, this is. So, when the lights were out, I wonder if they scurried out somehow. I think they were coming in and out at night, and maybe they may have came in. I, I don't know because, uh, and they had a key. That's the So, you thing. don't really hear anything. Nothing's broken. Oh, my God. It so, sounds like they committed a crime and then tried to cover it up, but not really. They may have committed a crime, but they never, it never came into play because. There was no one, no body. There was right. No- there was nothing to actually report except for the blood. Correct. Like nothing, like you said, no body, no and they found anything. It, and they followed it with the sheriff's department and, and basically the, there was, it went away. Wow. Yeah. That has to be a culture shock. I'm thinking these Spanish people are going to stay in Spain from now on. That's what happens when you have money. Things just go away. Right. I guess so. That, that, well, they still had the property. If it was me, I probably would have got out of there. I know. I'd be living I, in Spain so happy without ever seeing the United States ever again. I would never want to even be associated with anybody in that, in that development because it's just it's interesting how someone can let someone go in and out. Someone right. has to see something. Exactly. There has to be something. My neighbors are all on top of me all the time. They see everything. But what's the craziest part is just this morning, as I was preparing to come this morning, I saw uh, on TV... On September 20th, this actually happened to someone where a lady was living, was actually in this guy's house. A maintenance guy was going to checking in the house. The lady was sitting there eating a sandwich, wearing the property owner's dress. No way. Nina Spree's Florida. This just, I just oh saw this Oh my this God, morning. exactly. People, you need to hire Mark because he watches your home and makes sure there's nobody living or wearing your clothes or eating your food or gushing blood all over your bed. That's where it came into play. That's right. how that came out. There came we go. And it was born. Yes. That's Home it. watching. Yep. yep. And, and to be honest with you, it never came to my thought to ever do this. And then I was doing some beat research. And it's a real bit. It's a real It is. A it real is. Business. People ask me all the time. I'm going to buy a property. They live in New York. They live in Boston, whatever. And they want to come down here, buy a vacation condo. Or they live in it for half the year and they want to know who can handle it. And I tell them it's not my, it's just not my wheelhouse. I'm a realtor. I do the whole transaction for you, but I'm not a property manager in any way. And I don't have any, 
I don't want the responsibility of that. But that's where you hire somebody like Mark to come in and take care of your house. Hey, you know what? Even just for stupid things, we're talking about really crazy things right now. But just a stupid thing like a leaky toilet. You want someone that's checking in on the house. Well, another incident that just happened just about two weeks ago is there's actually mold that one of the residents had there in their bathroom. Obviously, they're in Connecticut. Right. And there was, a, there was we've had a ton of rain the last couple of weeks. And apparently there was rain coming inside. They didn't see it. And eventually there was mold in the bathroom. And I identified it and got it fixed. Right. But Think about if you're gone for six months and that's what happens now, it's even getting worse. Right. You just never know what happens. Just like little minor things that happen to your home. Everybody catches it. You know, I think um, there was a time uh, was a bunch of years ago, but my my water heater was leaking. Thank God I have one of those big pans under it. Mm -hmm. But my water heater was leaking and the pan was filled with water. And my cleaning lady happened to be there that day Mm -hmm. and opened the door. And I'm living in my house. I was just at work. And she found it for me. So it's what just having an extra set of eyes on your house when you're not here has got to be some peace of mind. And hey, we also have hurricanes here in South Florida. So Mark makes sure I'm sure that the hurricane shutters get put up and everything's put away, your patio furniture and things get put away for storms and all those things that you want to make sure get taken care of, but you can't physically be here to do. Right. And and, and again, that's where every client that I have, their, their situation is all tailored. There's no cookie cutter situation. It's different for each client. Some people leave a car in in their garage while they're away. Needs a little driving. Just start up. Just drive their car. Yeah, just make sure the engine gets running. Uh The battery's going, but you got to check for all it. And what I'm doing is when I go out, I actually look for obvious issues on the exterior and the interior, not just on the inside, but also the outside. Yeah, because some of the inside things get caused by the outside things. Correct. And landscapers do things. And people have cameras. And that's I always say, I got cameras. I don't need you. Yeah, but they don't tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. You, you might see something, but you can't miles and miles away. Exactly. And sometimes you can't those cameras like a ring or something like that. They're really great if someone's trying to break in your house or something for like that. But if something small, you don't, it doesn't zoom in on some of these little problems, like little water leaks and things that can really make a, like a little water leak can turn into a huge mold problem. Oh, absolutely. And and that's one of the things what I do is I look at all the water sources, every sink, every underneath the sink. I'm mm-hmm. looking at, I open every door inside to make sure there's nothing going on. And I'm also looking for pests. Uh, we have a, a lot of We do. Here. We have some pests here. And and I have to keep an eye on stuff like that. Uh, my, my client today had, because of the rain, we've had so much rain. And they had oh, an right ant, now, everybody. Coming. I think everybody's right. just right. having this insane. The ants are moving into my house. I'm going to start charging them rent. So I do a clean up. I clean everything up. I make sure that it's properly you know, clean. And, and maybe it's my old school. I'm, I'm Polish, so I'm a Polish cleaning If you guy. can't tell, he's from Chicago. And I'm from Chicago. Got so. that accent. <laughs> I never. I don't know what that means, but I guess I do. Yeah, it's like I'm from Cleveland. It's the similar accent. Okay. I recognize it right off the bat. Right, I'll take it. <laughs> the Midwestern. There we go. But hey, he's living the life here in sunny Florida. This is paradise. And everybody says that, but I love it when I walk out the door, I know it's going to be hot. Exactly. So in Chicago, you never knew what day, what you're going to wear with the wind. Nope. You don't even think here. We just do stuff, right? We just go out, we play. Mark and I, we are in the Delray Beach Chamber together. And it was funny enough, we got paired together by accident. 
I think I'm an ambassador. And when Mark joined the chamber, he was assigned to a different ambassador. And the emails somehow got mixed up, I think, with you. And so I I inherited Mark and we became friends. And, and now when I need somebody and I have customers ask me, like I said, customers ask me all the time, who's going to watch my house? And now coming into season, that's what's going to happen. People are going to start coming down, buying places, second homes, and they're going to want somebody to watch their home. But Mark and I, we do the chamber stuff, and we just pick up and go, and we never worry about anything. And now, anything. thanks to Pam, I'm also an ambassador myself. And yep, I'm, exactly. And I'm, I've had the opportunity to We're mentor. We're big chamber people. Go chamber. We are chamber people, and we and I've had the opportunity to mentor some great people. So it's been a good experience. We're going to have some of those girls come on, too, I think, before the We Are Delray event in November. Beautiful. Yeah, maybe you'll come, too. Okay. Maybe we'll do some ambassadors, and we'll do the membership director and the program director, and sit and have a little party and talk about our big event in November at Throw Social. And I think it's a great mix of people and different from all over the world, right? People of all genres and all that. And it's been just a great mix. It's such a fun chamber. It is fun. They're really cool. I I was in a chamber in Chicago and it was just, They're so stuffy usually, and they're boring, and you're like, oh, should I go to this event? I paid to join. These, we want to go. There's one tonight at, yeah, yeah, Bar 25, downtown Delray, and it's like a family a little bit. It's a smaller feel, and it's a big chamber, but it's a small feel. You feel like everybody, which is cool. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you, Pam. Thank Thank you for coming on here. So tell us, you do some other things, too. I do. I do a lot of other things. I, I'm working more than I've ever worked in my entire life. There you and go. I'm, and I'm semi-retired, so it's interesting how now I'm, I'm, I have a home watch business. I'm actually doing notary. I'm a notary. and A mobile notary, that yeah. That has gone, uh, has exploded. And just recently, I'm now, uh, I'm a, an advisor. I do personal emergency response. Which is really stuff. cool, especially here in South Florida. We have some older people, and maybe their kids still live up north, and they need something it's like i've fallen and i can't get up but it's a better price and a really cool program and what i love about it is it's it's actually helping someone right it's it's basically an an elderly person and who i identify as more independent living folks it's people that still drive that go out out and about we have a remote it's a necklace or it could be a, a like a wristband type situation and if something does happen and God forbid it, it does. It does. It happens to everybody, right? Even my mom, she's in her 70s, but you would never guess that. She looks great. She's very active. She bought a new pair of slippers and was walking around the kitchen and just tripped. And that was it. She just tripped and guess what? Broke her wrist. Yeah. See Thank what? God she was able to get up because she's capable. But if she would have done something to her back or something like that, it would have been a hard thing. Since I've been in this industry, and I just got in a couple of weeks, the guy, the gentleman that's been mentoring me now, he's been in it for 30 years. And, and the stories he's telling clients is a lot of the incidences actually happen while they come out of the shower. Yeah. And, they're, and, and they don't have access to get to a phone. So if they've fallen coming out of the shower, some of them had the bars and, and everything's like slippery. Slippery, and you're not prepared. You're not, it's not like you got your cell phone right on your head. Right. You're getting <laughs> you're out of the shower. You're, right. You're, you're laying there for an you're hour. You're wet and soapy <laughs> and naked. Yeah. So it, that's where it's where it comes into play, and a lot of folks hang the necklace off the shower, like off the shower there, so that if something does happen, they can pump. Oh, it. that's a good idea. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of things. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm I'm, I'm now getting more acclimated into the product itself mm-hmm. and just understanding the. And things. it's an affordable price too, which yeah. is good. Yep. And yeah. Then, and then the last thing I'm doing is I'm I, one of my loves. I, I love sports. I'm a sports fanatic. I'm a uh, high school official. Okay. I'm a clock operator for football games, and I'm a baseball official. So, oh, look at that. So I coached many years in, in Chicago, and I've, I've been an umpire for about eight years, 
uh, back in Chicago and brought it here. It's a little different here in Florida. I'm trying to get used to the heat, heating out that heat. Yeah, baseball season in Florida is rough because it's super, super hot. As much as I love baseball games, that's the only sport I really like, although right now I'm not. I guess I'm definitely a Florida Marlins fan, a Miami Marlins fan from Cleveland. So they got rid of the Indians name. So I'm very angry and I'm still going to call them the Indians until the day I die. I will never say the G word ever, but it is. It's I used to love to go to baseball games, but it is intense here. Yeah, it's a different it's a different environment. But then again, you can watch football here, right? Up north, you watch football and you're like freezing your ass off. But the difference here is it's 90 degrees out and you're playing football with equipment on. So it's a different animal. For right. That's people. true here. It's yeah, that's true. I guess it's the opposite problem, huh? It's outrageous. Yeah. And there's a lot of kids that have a lot of injuries because of the heat. They don't really hydrate. Properly. Yeah. Heat stroke and that sort of thing. But for the fans, hey, I love it. I'm happy with my little so hot much, dog and yeah, it's so much sitting fun. in the stand. Right. So when I travel, I, I usually catch a professional game wherever I'm at. Football, baseball, basketball in all over the United States. I've seen I'm trying to get someday I'll probably get to every stadium. Ooh, that'd be cool, right? Kind of fun. That would be like a fun project to be like, I'm going to go to every single stadium in the country to see a game. But then you'd have to pick like a sport because like I know here we've got different stadium for football and for baseball. Not We used to actually have one stadium. Now we have two stadiums. In Chicago, we had three stadiums. The Cubs have their own. The White Sox have their own. The the Bears owners four. Right. The Blackhawks and the Bulls. Uh, by right and then if you, what are you going to throw in like hockey you've got the panthers right yeah which was a cool story I, d- I did a game recently with the voice the pa voice announcer for the florida panthers oh and that's cool was an announcer for american heritage and delray oh so there you go fun. that's really cool yeah so it was fun so some really cool people as well. yeah and delray's a, a really cool special little town i'm enjoying my experience exactly no about it. exactly all right mark are you ready for headbanger housing i am okay you guys, Janine, you on? I'm here, baby. Okay. What is the most memorable thing about your house growing up? Oh, trying to stump me on that one. I like it. I have a great story. The censor, remember? Oh, listen, this man will take care of you. You know what to do. Everyone, this is your action news reporter with all the news that is news across the nation. On the scene at the supermarket, there seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was just standing over by the tomatoes, and here he come, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and veggies, naked as a jaybird. Pickles <laughs> over there, jams, jellies, preserves, and pickles. I hollered over there. I said, don't look at She dropped a whole jar of kumquats and fell back into the sweet midget side. Had us too late, she'd done been incensed. He ain't wearing no clothes. So this relates to a story. Oh, now this is going to be good. I that feel was like. hilarious, by right? the way. Right? He ain't wearing no clothes. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that song? No. And I'm sitting here watching. There was like a little video playing on his phone, and it was actually really fucking hysterical. But go. Well, it's I got to hear this one. Ray, Ray Stevens called The Streak. Uh, back when I was a kid, in my house, we had an old Rockola jukebox. Ooh. My uncle was doing some work at a bar and they remodeled and they got a new jukebox and he, he actually had the jukebox and they ended up putting it in our basement. And we had a finished basement. I kind of We all out. did, right? When, yeah, yeah, up north. The old, but the old yeah. shag rugs and everything. Yep, exactly. We had a bar down there with a black light and everything. So, Ooh. so it was the party thing as well. So Like that 70s show. It looked like that. Mm-hmm. It was because it was in the 70s. Anyways, Cat Stevens, the song is called The Streak. And we would, I would play that song on my jukebox, 
and I would streak through my house, run out up the stairs. Up oh the my God! Door, run down the stairs, <laughs> run around naked. Jay. Oh my God! And were they, your parents like dying laughing from you? They would laugh so hard, and I had a, I had a younger sister, and she just closed her eyes and oh, oh my, my God! God. <laughs> she was so embarrassed. And then I ended up doing some other streaking. I streaked across a lost Lakeshore Drive. Oh my God! And my friends, high school buddies. Now I might have been a little intoxicated. There might be some a little intoxicated. Beverage, you uh, think? A little bit, but they ended up throwing my clothes up on the statue. So I was standing there naked on Lakeshore Drive for quite a bit, oh, quite a bit of time. Oh, man. Yeah. And streak door, they dared me to streak around in a neighborhood, and I was doing a streak, and I hit the alley, and I hit some gravel. I fell down, so I scraped the whole side yeah, of my Yeah, no body, clothes. And I look up, and there's an old lady, old lady watch, walking her dog. <laughs> and I just jumped up and said, oh, sorry, sorry, take off. So yeah. I, yeah, you didn't feel any pain either. So the streak is something, and, and I've been called Jaybird because actually my nickname growing up was Jay because my last name is so long. And we had another mark in the neighborhood. So they called me Jay and Jaybird just stuck. So that song was I love funny. it. So oh my song. God. So now there's something going on in my head picturing Mark running around his house like naked, you know, that's up and down the stairs and out and the I front still, door. I still do it. So yeah, that's a good picture. All right, you guys. So downtown Del Rey, if you see the naked guy running down up and down Atlantic Avenue, it's Mark. I can't confirm or deny. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Can I get a little text, like heads up? No. No? no. Damn. The best part is you just... I tried, no, you, you guys. It's, it's, a, it's a sneak attack. So a little video for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Janine, you're up. Okay, repeat the question. Okay. What's the most memorable thing about the house you grew up in? Okay, so I was going to go rated X slash R on this one, but now okay. I'm going to go PG because okay. it's just, it's more appropriate. My favorite memory of the house I grew up in, which coincidentally was the same house that I lived in my whole life that I sold about four years ago. Oh, wow. I love that house. I lived in that house forever. But the best part when my father was alive and I took care of him was the smell of whatever he was cooking when I'd come home because there was no one that could cook as well as my dad. I'd rather oh, yeah? go to my dad's cooking more than any restaurant in town. He owned an Italian I was going to say it's got to be Italian shop. food, right? Oh, yeah. He owned a sub shop when I was a little girl growing up. So we always ate really well. Oh, the smell of Italian food. The best, the best food. Just so that that would be it for me, the the scent of his cooking. But now you've got us curious about the rated X version. When I was 16, I will remember this is off the wall. He knew I was having friends over and he had went out for the afternoon and my friends were over and he thought he would be the super dad and he came home with like bags and bags of Go coincidentally Taco Bell because he's like, oh they're well, a bunch of right. kids they're all higher they're drunk. all kids right, right. We're, I'm, he's gonna, so he was going to be super dad so all of a sudden I hear the door open we're all upstairs he opens the door not to my bedroom but he we were all in my bedroom and he opens the door and he's like, hey I, I came home with Taco Bell and upstairs meanwhile we were all playing strip poker and we were all butt ass naked oh my god yes. that's a good story that's not so X as much as R I feel like that's At an 16, R though that was weird yeah but hysterical it was awesome. hilarious mine's not quite so good because I didn't have that kind of parents I'm from <laughs> the Midwest they like I, I was saying to Mark earlier um, my brother and I like hard rock and, and all that stuff right and we grew up with parents who would play cards on Friday night and listen to Barbara Streisand. It's a very tame 
household. But our house, what makes me always remember it, and I think my brother has a different house memory because we moved when I was 10. So the house that I feel like I grew up in is a different house than he feels like he grew up in. But the second house that he grew up in was a little bit, a lot a bit nicer. But the house that my parents bought when I was, I think I was one years old or something like that. Every single room was a different color and there was matching shag in all of them, right? Okay, the dining room was a navy shag. Then my bedroom was like a blue and a purple shag. My brother's room was a yellow and orange shag. And my parents was red, which is crazy. And then their bathroom, pink and pink carpet. Pink carpet in the bathroom. So I just always remember the crazy colors because if any of you who are listening know my mother, that's just not who my mother is. She's very tasteful. And that house was like crazy. And it was the epitome of the 70s. We had the foil wallpaper and it matched every room. So there was the blue, then there was the orange, then we all had our different color and it was literally shag and my dad would brush it. He had one of those brushes that you would brush it to fluff it up and I guess make it look nice, which cracks me up because what shag carpeting really looks nice. But funny because I think even I had that was a thing back then. The right. Bath, the bathroom would be carpeted. Right. Wall to wall carpeting. Wall to wall carpeting in the bathroom. And then she would have the matching, to- the fuzzy toilet cover seat, those fuzzy, on right? The, and they would put on the top. Of the to- on the top, like above the flusher, yep. and on the seat. Yep. And then my mom always bought those padded pillow, the padded seats for the toilet, and they were like pillow. <laughs> I loved those. Those were great, like a little powder room pop. It's so funny. It's just the way my house was decorated. I think back and I'm like, every single room was a different color and it was ridiculous. I guess it looked good for the day, but in the 70s, everything was a little cray cray. Yeah, I think everybody was a little bit in a different world. Exactly. But I had such tame parents, so I don't know. Maybe just because they were so young when they had me. I don't know. But they were colorful. They were definitely that. There you go. Pink carpet. I mean, their bedroom was red. Oh, my God. Right. And so their bedroom was red. And I, I don't know. I don't. I probably had the nicest room as far as colors go. I don't know. Mine was probably the best one. It was like a blue, a powder blue and a lavender. But the rest was just crazy. I remember the foil wallpaper everywhere. And I look at some of my childhood photos and I'm like, what was going on in there? There were just crazy colors. And I'll never forget that. That's my tame my very tame yeah, story was, was of G, my house growing up. Yours was G. Yeah, G-rated. I was ra- G-rated, yeah. I think, which yeah. is usually the opposite of me, but yeah. All right, you guys, so that wraps up today's episode. Thank you, Mark, for coming on and talking about your home watch. And all of his information, of course, will be at the bottom of the podcast, so you can reach him. And don't forget to follow, share, leave me a five-star review, or I will have to hunt you down.